Hello, everyone. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Metaphysical Wisdom Podcast. This is Cindy Silva, your host. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Peggy Black. Hi, Peggy. Hi, Cindy. Nice to be here. Oh, so nice to hear your voice again. It's been a while. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. For those that are new to Peggy, I'd love to share a little bit about Peggy and her work and the services she provides. Um, Peggy and I have been connecting for a number of years, and I've just always been so impressed with her depth and range and the multiple dimensionality of her work. Today we're going to be talking about intentions, which is something Peggy is very passionate about. She's helped many people get clear about their intentions and manifest them into reality, and she's recently putting together a new webinar on intentions, so we'll share a little bit more about that with you at the end of the call, um, at the end of our talk. And here's the the bio that I've chosen that really describes Peggy in the way I've experienced her. Peggy's a transducer, a scribe, and a witness. She's a world traveler and a lecturer with over 40 years of experience in the healing field. She is a creative artist and author who has been featured internationally in television, radio, and print media. Peggy's a multidimensional channel whose gifts are clairsentience, clairvoyance, and clairaudience. As an intuitive, this allows her to assist individuals to live empowered and abundant lives. Peggy is guided by the presence and partnership of her team. We know these as the Hathors, and she receives transmissions from them that she calls the morning messages. As the sacred sound salutaris, Peggy channels powerful core sounds for vibrational healing. She's passionate about sharing the power of sound and healing. And I've personally experienced this and have co-hosted Peggy on numerous occasions, and one in particular was a sound healing webinar. And this sound healing, I, I often tell your story, Peggy, to people that are going through a difficult time because it was so profound for me to hear your story um, and maybe we can get to that on this conversation today, too, because um, the way that sometimes we come to find our gifts uh, come through unusual circumstances and sometimes crisis and pain bring something forward in us that we didn't know was there just waiting to be born. And, and that was certainly um, something that you've shared with me and other listeners um, about your experience. But before we bring that forward i'd just love to have you say hello and anything that else that might have been brought up for you in that introduction that you'd like to expand on oh well thank you cindy and i i appreciate the the listeners today and the opportunity to share um my passions and as cindy said i've got <clears throat> i have lots of passions <laughs> i'm very interested in life life is so rich and uh, I, I love playing in this reality and creating in this reality. And one of the um, one of the, the the tools, and and I will say I have lots of tools that I use, but one of the tools that we're going to speak to today is um, is about intention and uh, and the power of your word. Uh, 
you know, those are those are two two key things that we can all recognize. Uh, you know, sound healing is is a powerful practice and exercise, but not everybody is a singer or a chanter, or not everyone uses sound uh, in that particular way. But every single one of us uh, has a voice, and we speak. And we don't often think of our words as being powerful. And so that would be something I would be so honored to be able to share with you today. I love it, Peggy. That's great. Because I've heard this before. Maybe I heard it from you. I'm not sure where I heard it. But the the sound of our own voice is the most powerful sound for our bodies. I, I wonder if you've Yes. Come across that or yeah. Sound, yeah, if you'd like our, to expand our, our on that. voice our voice is our own healing instrument. And so the use of sound and how and how we speak to ourselves, you know, we're <laughs> we're always in our own company and we're always having dialogue with ourselves. And so it's real important for individuals to begin to Observe, without judgment or criticism, but just observe. How do you talk to yourself? Uh, how do you use your voice? And are we our worst critics? Are we our staunchest supporters? And so those are things that I really invite people to begin to investigate, to look at. And as I said, from a place of non-judgment, to just go, oh, I realize I just disempowered myself in that statement. And just begin to recognize that we're always literally talking to ourselves. And so many times you hear people um, criticizing their actions or their thoughts. And even if they don't do it around people, do you do it when you're by yourself? And recognizing that using sound as a singing tool, a chanting tool, or just making free sounds can clear energy so beautifully from our body. And that's a good tool to have because it's free. <laughs> it's free and we can use it any time. And so uh, I think that that is true, that our our voice is our own healing instrument. And we have so yeah. many varieties and ways we can use our use use that tool. Yeah, I hadn't quite seen it this way before, but in listening to you in this shared field that we're creating together, I feel this emergence of uh, something that's very obvious that I'd never really noticed before in terms of like sound being a wave. And when we something we take it from a waveform into a particle form we, we turn it you know from the wave um, into the particle by giving something voice like if you have an idea or something and you speak it out loud you you're take creating a bridge from it being in that wave form which is a formless reality to a particle form, which is a physical manifested reality. So it feels like there's a bridge here between the quantum and the material realms, the sound 
this ingredient of sound, this medium that, of that sound. Is, that is how it works. In other words, nothing is ever created in this dimension. It's all frequency and vibration until it's it, until it's a thought, until it's an energy in motion. And so we're always impacting the quantum field. Uh, I always think of the quantum field as kind of this neutral energy. And what I speak into that field is what's going to manifest in my life. And so if I'm constantly speaking limitations and um, uh, negatives, so to speak, that's 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 what I create. And if I am speaking loving, conscious uh, gratitude and appreciation, then that's going to manifest in my physical reality. We're really far, far more powerful than we've ever let ourselves believe. Um, and that's the, the first key, of course, I think, is how, how we use our words, how we speak to ourselves, how we speak to others, um, how we speak to the universe, you know, everyone knows about prayer and how powerful prayer can be. But I remember hearing or, or reading from Greg Braden, and he says, when you make a prayer, pray as if it's a prayer of gratitude for it has already become. In other words, your prayer should be a, a prayer of gratitude for the healing or the manifestation, rather than beseeching and asking the universe, it's it's you're acknowledging that it's already occurred and you're so grateful for it. And that shifted the way I said my prayers. And things as simple as that, you know, can transform our lives. I love it because it really is just moving our actions in to alignment with what is because in the prayer for something that you don't have yet you're not acknowledging that it does already exist it's not like you're when you're saying the prayer as a gratitude that you're pretending it's going to happen you're actually acknowledging it does exist in a subtler form already and you're calling it from the subtle dimension into the physical dimension through that acknowledgement of it already existing. Does that make sense? Like Absolutely. Everything, that what, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, everything does exist. Or you wouldn't, anything we can conceive exists, right? Yeah. Even if it isn't in a physical form, it's energetically present. And this is something you've all we've done is be able to track these subtler dimensions and give other people access to that through your clairvoyant gifts, your clairaudient, clairsentient sensitivities. You're, you know, in a way, you're kind of a futurist, but it's not really a future that isn't now. It's a future based on an energetic reality that coexists with our physical reality, yet it hasn't become physical yet. So you're just sensing it before its time as a physical entity. And this is something I feel like is um, important in when you're framing an intention, like you're tracking a 
lot of dimensions when you're forming your intentions, which it makes it more informed as an intention of a, a more holistic sort of um, intention, not based on a narrow bandwidth of just your physical reality. You're tuning into something much broader. So would you want to say something to formulating your intentions, like because some of us might be creating well, intentions that aren't necessarily supportive. Well, the first thing for, for us all, everyone to re- realize, as we've touched on a little bit, is the power of our spoken word. And uh, this is just, as I say, something that I invite the listeners to just begin to be aware of on a regular, moment-to-moment, daily basis. Is What are you speaking out to your family, your friends, your coworkers? What are you speaking silently or thinking silently or speaking to yourself? That's the first thing, is just to begin to observe consciously how you're using the power of your spoken word, your energy field. And with intentions, an intention is a statement that's made uh, from a place that you're engaging with the quantum field. You're engaging uh, with an awareness as you speak your intention uh, from a place of understanding this partnership with the larger field, the larger uh, field of manifestation. Because we're always creating. We just... So many times we're creating from a place of limitation. Uh, The team, my team, my celestial team that I work with says that everyone, every single person is a divine creator. But most people use their creative ability upside down and backwards. They focus on what they don't want, what they don't like, what they don't have. They speak about what they don't have, what they don't want, what troubles them, and they're just literally creating more of that in some form. And so when you step into the realization and honor yourself as a creator, you begin to really notice the words you're using and how you're using them. And so an intention is a focused statement that you make from that place of awareness. And so you might say, um, it's my intention and I'm grateful that I'm my trip in my trip to and from town is safe and easy. So you're just acknowledging that your errands around town are going to be safe and easy. And you're kind of paving the way for that to occur. You can simply say, uh, I get up in the morning, you know, and I say, I'm so grateful. It's my intention, and I'm so grateful that I'm always in the right place at the right time, making the right decisions for my well-being, safety, and success. So that's, that's an intention that you're making for your day. And yet it's a very profound one because what you're doing is you're lining up that you're always going to be where you need to be, meeting the people you need to meet, and you're allowing the universe 
to arrange that for you out of the synchronicity synchronicity of what's unfolding. And so those are there's some basic intentions that can serve you as an overall well-being for your day. Um, I just had my intention group last night. And this is an intention group I've been hosting for 25 years. Uh, they meet once a month in my house. It's an open group. So we have new people every time. And then there's those that come uh, periodically or often. There's no There's no rules. You don't have to come every time. But I just want the spaces available if you want to come. And so we spend the first part of the evening just simply sharing the miracles that we've experienced in that month. And the group always responds with, awesome, when you share a miracle. And then the second part of the the evening is we have uh, a group that we begin to state our intentions. And we state an intention, and then the group witnesses that intention and simply says, so be it. And then the speaker or the person putting the intention in place says, so it is. So our intention gets witnessed, and then we claim it. We own it. And it's been a very powerful group. Uh, It is a powerful support group. Um, that I've really enjoyed hosting. And it's certainly been a group that has kept me aligned, so to speak, with my focus and purpose. And I also have intention partners. I have friends that I can call and simply say, would you witness some of my intentions? And they'll say, yes, I've got five minutes. And so, you know, we set up a sacred space and I speak my intentions and they witness them. And then that's the end of the call, or maybe they'll say some intentions as well. But in that way, we're using the power of our word in alignment with what we want to unfold in our day or our week or our month or our future in some place. And so the main thing to understand about intentions is that you speak them as if they've already occurred. It's a subtle thing of, you know, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for blue sky money. That's a term I coined many, many years ago. And blue sky money for me was money that came out of the blue. A donation, a gift, a refund or some money that came from an unexpected place. And so intentions um, create a framework in which you live your day or your week or your month. I do intentions for the year. I do intentions for the day. It's just a part of who I am. That's how I relate to my life. That's how I relate to the quantum field. And so it's important that you, you come from a place of, I'm grateful It's my intention, and I'm grateful that I eat foods that nourish my body. And so then you're more conscious of the foods that you're eating, and the universe is supporting you in uh, in the nutrition, then, of the foods you're eating. 
So that's some ideas. Do you have any input on any of that, Cindy? Thank you, Peggy. Yeah, a lot. A lot's coming up as you're speaking. Um, I don't know where to begin. Well, the first piece that comes up is uh, the piece that to take it to the next level is to actually feel the vibration of that. It's not just the thought of the intention. It doesn't, you know, if we just leave it in a mental space, then it becomes more um, of a, a a continual kind of cycle of wanting, but the to electromagnetic. I've got to stop you right there. The beginning when people first start using their intention, it has to come from that mental place. And not everybody has the ability to immediately feel it. And so I just invite people to state their intentions as clearly as possible, often as possible, until they see the results of that intention. Because it's... I understand where you're coming from, that it's good if you can put energy behind the intention. But if someone's just beginning to practice this, that might not be something that's easy for them to, how do you say, uh, connect with. And so just the mental statement begins to shift the neurological patterns in your brain. Yeah, so the clarity, getting clear about what you want. And then that leads to my next question, like how do we know we're creating our intention from a, a place that is, let's see, because we have a, an ego aspect that may have one intention and we have a soul aspect that might have an intention that's completely different. And so how do we know that we're well, you, creating you, from... You would, you would say something as simple as, it's my intention to speak intentions from from my highest good and my highest self. In other words, mm-hmm. always look and see what it is you want. So if you're wanting to to speak your intentions from your most powerful place, say that, it's my intention that... I speak intentions from uh, for the benefit of my highest good, my highest benefit. You'll 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 begin to di- to, to be- begin to uh, see the difference between uh, an ego, so to speak, as you said, intention. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having uh, an intention that comes from the ego. In other words, I'm so grateful to having the financial means to um to pay to pay my bills off. So that's something that's very physical. That's something that the mental consciousness is concerned about. Because we do live in a physical reality. And so intentions support that. Um and you can you can say things like I'm so grateful I make decisions from my highest divine self. So you can, I think you can weave those two together. Mm-hmm. When you said making an intention from your ego place, I wasn't sure what would that be like if you said that intention. Well, I'm just witnessing some things like, um, let's say, someone has a reoccurring pattern in relationship, like they really want a relationship and they're in the relationship for a time and then 
it's not working so they leave the relationship and then manifest another relationship and they're continually kind of attracting the same thing over and over and it's not working you know there's an intention there to be in relationship and yet that intention is manifesting but it's creating this wavelength of hope and pain hope and pain and it's it's you know that's working with intentions but it's not really creating something sustainable and then what what, what i would suggest about. if that is occurring then perhaps an individual would would simply go i'm so grateful that my relationships are loving and supportive i'm so grateful that i step into a relationship that's nurturing and loving and supportive so you begin to sculpt the reality that you meet someone that doesn't match that dysfunction that you you might have or that limitation you might have. I'm grateful that I I'm so grateful that I heal patterns that I that I have in my relationship. I'm so grateful that I have the awareness and the tools to heal patterns in regards to my relationships. In other words, you begin to look at it as what you want, and you want a good relationship, you want a supportive relationship. And so you begin to sculpt or call that forth. And if you've got limitations for that happening, then the first intention is to, I'm so grateful for the awareness that allows me to resolve or heal uh, this this situation, and so hopefully yeah. that that begins to shift it for you. Or I'm grateful for the insight that this relationship offers me into my own behavior. It's my intention to to expand and grow from this relationship in ways that are amazing. So you'll always ask yourself, what is it I really want? And if it's not there, how can you, how can you, so to speak, create it, call it forth, bring it forth from that place? Yeah, I... I think it would be really helpful for you to share with uh, our listeners a, an experience of yours of intending something into reality because you have used this for many years successfully in bringing your work into the world. So is there one example in particular you'd like to share that demonstrates what you're expressing here? I mean, something that you've had to refine, you know, where... You intended something and it came in, but it wasn't exactly the way that you wanted, so you had to intend with a little bit more specificity or refinement. Could you share well, you know, I, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm trying to recall, recall, um, there's so many, there's so many. Um, I, the first thing that comes to mind was a number of years ago, um, I had a situation where I owed I owed some money to uh, a company that was it was several hundred dollars and it was due within three or four days. 
and I was in the shower, and I just simply said, it's my intention that the universe provide the perfect um, the perfect manifestation that I pay this this bill on time. And I got out of the shower, and I'm drying off, and the phone rang. It was a Sunday, and the phone rang, and I grabbed my robe, and I answered the phone, and it was a lady calling, and she said, I knew her. She was uh, someone I had done a private session with, and she says, I've decided to give three of my friends uh, an opportunity to have a private session with you. And I said, okay, and she gave me their names and their phone numbers, and she gave me her credit card, and I says, well, I won't charge your card until I've actually done the session for them. She says, no, 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 she says, charge my card today, and if they don't want a session with you, then it's a gift. And so that was really a profound, instant manifestation. Yeah. And so nice. my my intentions have, I've been using this tool with such diligence and trust and understanding that um, that's kind of, it's as simple as sometimes sometimes I'm saying to myself, I go out shopping, it's my intention to find the perfect pair of shoes that are comfortable that I can take on this trip with me. So then I go out looking and I find the perfect pair of shoes. So it's some of it's so simple, but the fact is is I trust when I say something like that to the universe it's going to manifest. There's a store here in my town, and it's a wonderful big thrift store. I love everybody that works there. It's They're like my friends. And I can simply say in the morning, oh, I'm looking for a perfect way to store this. And I kind of say, I'll say, it's my intention to find the perfect solution uh, for this reorganization of my office. And then later in the day, I go to Abbott, and there's something exactly what I was looking for there. In fact, it's gotten to the place where one day I was in there, and I was talking to this lady, Anne, in the back of the store, and I was looking for a black vase. And um, she says, I, there's not one here, there's not one in the back. And I says, well, it's my intention that a black vase comes into the store. Um, it's my intention that a black face, vase comes in, because I'm really wanting one for my decor. And I'm leaving the store, and as I'm leaving the store, one of the workers there is carrying some things in, and one is a big black vase with artificial flowers. <laughs> I walked all the way back to Anne, and I said, my va- my black vase just walked in the door. So she, she priced it, and I bought it. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm I love that thrift store. I, I went there with you once. You bought <laughs> me I, the most cutest tea set there. I love I did. it. It yeah. is the perfect one, too. And so I'm just saying I use intentions for the mundane, but I use intentions for I'm so gra- I'm so grateful that my it's my intention and I'm so grateful that um that my daughter and I'll name my daughter um, finds a perfect solution to this situation. So I'm, I'm I'm assisting the universe in assisting my daughter in finding the pers- pers- first first so the best solution. Um, 
So I use intentions for everything. And yeah. I have people that call me and say, would you witness my intentions? And I, I created um, a morning message guidance deck many years ago, and I had an intention partner that I called. And we set and did intentions for one solid hour, and we it was like it's my intention that my graphics arrive and the PDFs are easy for the, the company to open. It's my intention that the... Uh, the the graphics are clear and the colors are accurate. It's my intention that the people working the day that uh, that prints my my cards are of the highest quality and professional abilities. It's my intention that the printing press that prints my cards that day are operating at their optimum best. It's my intention that uh, the packaging, uh, and I went through all the way to it's my intention that the trucks carrying my product to the boat or the ship arrive safely. It's my intention that the ship sails successfully. You know, I took it to absolutely every minute uh, intention for that particular product to be created in its most beautiful form. And I had a timeline. I had to have them done in a certain period of time. And it went through that particular... And I was working with a company in China. And that particular product was a 10000 It cost me $10,000. And everything went as smooth as butter. But what I had done is I had created this incredible energy framework for that to manifest. Wow, it's yeah, you're definitely working with the quantum and it's really so sweet that you this is second nature to you. You're not even thinking about doing intentions. This is just how you live. I know this. I mean, even when you and I would get on to host calls on a regular basis, we would set intentions before we would open the line for, you know, the audience to hear. Ab- absolutely. So this, yeah, and, setting the and, energies. And the thing about it is with young with young mothers is you can simply say, I'm so grateful that I'm guided to um to support my children in their most optimum growth. And so then you 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 can be aware um that that you know you're doing your best at the time. Last night we had a new member and she spoke an intention and she says, "I'm so grateful my daughter is happy and healthy." And then she says, "Even though I might not have been a good mother." And we stopped her and said, "Why don't you just state the first piece? I'm so grateful that my daughter is healthy and happy." She didn't need to add that negative criticism to her intention. And my intention group were were real skilled at assisting each other in manifesting the the most the cleanest the cleanest intention because everyone has a t- intention to or an idea of of it's my intention that I'm healthy and happy 
and I'm successful and make money and that I meet nice people and that my life is smooth. Well, we call that kind of an intention a train. When each one of those statements was its own separate intention. And so when someone says an intention that feels like a train, if you keep saying and 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 and, (laughs) then it's not as powerful as you simply state an intention. I'm... It's my intention that I'm healthy and happy. That's a powerful intention right there. It's my intention I'm always guided to my highest and my best. That's that's so powerful. And so as people learn to use this and say this to themselves, say it in the mirror. If you don't have an intention partner, you know, say it for yourself, write it. I write intentions too, but I find that speaking them is just as powerful. But be Mm -hmm. mindful that if you have a knee that's hurting or a hip that's hurting and you, you say, it's my intention, my knee doesn't hurt, we would immediately censor that. And you simply say, I'm grateful that I move with grace and ease. Because if you're moving with grace and ease, your knee's not hurting. So your what is it that you want is what you speak. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. grateful to be healed, you know, without without adding, um, you know, I'm grateful that these these supplements really support my body. And and be mindful when you add a negative to it or a limitation to it. Because that's that's diffusing the power. That's using your power of your word incorrectly. Yeah. Because you're calling forth something you don't want. Exactly. Well, this is very helpful and and clear. And I want to also bring in this other component of life that we don't always have control over. Because you know what we're speaking to is something we have control over: setting intentions and being mindful, and um, sometimes things happen in life that we're not intending, but we have to deal with them. And I'm bringing this in because I want you to tell your story about something you weren't intending that happened in your life that brought in a very powerful gift for you, and that was your sound healing work. And so if we could make time for that as we're coming towards the uh, close of our conversation. I'd love to have you share your story because it's um, it just really made a difference in my life and how I saw situations that arose for me where I didn't intend and I didn't have control over and they weren't going away and they were part of my process of awakening into something um, that was replacing an old way of being and this is happening for a lot of people, and I feel like it would be helpful if, if you would um, want to share your story. Thank you, Cindy. Well, to give you just a little background, this happened probably in 94, um, and I ended um, a, a marriage and a relationship that had been going on for 13 years. And it was my choice. I loved this man so much, and I felt like we were truly meant to be but unfortunately, he was addicted to alcohol. And no matter what I did, prayed, 
it, it wasn't changing. And so I ended the marriage. I ended the relationship. And I was so devastated and so sad about it. And I didn't know what to do. I couldn't even function. I had so much grief. I could not, I just couldn't function. And so I started going and taking my emotions to my altar. And I have an altar in my closet. I still do. And I would light a candle and I would say to the divine, here's my grief. I give it to you for transformation. And I would grieve and cry and keen until I was just spent. I was exhausted. And then there were times when I would go into my altar and I would light the candle and I'll say, I'd say to divine, here's my anger and rage. And I would pound the floor and scream and rage. And what I was doing, I worked. I took a shower. I got ready and went to work. But I wasn't suppressing my emotions. I was expressing them. And I remember my mother said to me, you're grieving more over this relationship than I've ever known you to grieve. And I simply said, Mom, this is all the grief I've never let myself feel. This is all the rage I never felt appropriate to share. And I continued to do that for months. And I didn't do it every day, but I, if the emotion arose, I, I cleared it using sound. And it was after that I was giving a massage, and I had said my prayer, and uh, I took a breath, and I was going to start massaging the person's back. And out came these big, huge, different, unusual sounds. And it scared my client. It scared me. I had no idea what had happened. And I said, well, maybe, maybe can I try that a little more? So I did. And my client sat up on the edge of the table, and she says, I don't know what you've just done, but she says, I don't hurt anywhere. And so that was the beginning of my gift coming forward, where I began to channel sacred sounds. And I did that for a decade. And I taught sound. I traveled all over the world offering sacred sounds. I had a trip, all expense paid, to Egypt and Ireland to do sacred sounds in the holy places and the temples. Um, And it was after that decade that I realized that I was channeling these beautiful conscious beings. I was like a radio receiver. And then they began to come to me and wanted me to take down their energy in words. So then I started scribing their words which became the morning messages. And now the morning messages and the website has reached over 40,000 people or more. And this is the work I do and have been doing for the last number of decades. And it all started out of my pain and anguish over ending that relationship. And my gifts came forward and that's what I, what I do in the world now. Yeah, that's a powerful experience and message because, you know, in our culture we're taught that our gifts come about through certain means and ways and the 
reality of your experience was different than that, and it helps other people who are coming by their gifts in grief or, you know, brokenheartedness or just um, catalytic experiences that are shattering an old way of being um, because something new is emerging and that it takes time to kind of be with that, to understand it and to bring it out into the world in a way that it can be received and understood because sound healing at the time you were bringing it forward was a relatively new concept. Absolutely. some of what's coming forward through people is brand new um, technologies, if you will, and perspectives that haven't had an anchor in this world before. The, the matrix has, has not been permeated with it yet. So it does take time to be with it and um, the gestation process of something new being born into the world needs the right container and the right consciousness and the right frequencies. and Sometimes they're beyond anything we can imagine or intend um, or support. And so there's got to be some kind of a balance with working with intentions, but not to the point where it's so rigid and tight that we don't allow for something like what you allowed for in your life to come through. And um, Oh, uh, I, agree, I agree with that. I mean, one of the things the team is always reminding clients that call for sessions is it's important that you transform and clear all the emotional storage. Our society has uh, made it uh, an art form to suppress and repress emotions. We're never taught how to clear them. We're not taught how to, how to, how to express them in a healthy way so that we don't store them in the tissues and the organs and the cells and bones of our body. And so what I did in some kind of intuitive, natural way is I cleared emotional storage. And everybody has emotional storage. And so you can honor yourself in doing it in a holistic and sacred way by expressing your emotions with the intention of clearing them using sound and then call yeah. in the call in the emotion that you want to replace it with with health or happiness or or clarity and call yeah. that in with sound that sounds power these are powerful tools you know your word yeah, is powerful much. but your sounds can be powerful as well when they're used in a conscious way Thank you. Yeah, so important. I think we just flushed up a really important piece here as we're wrapping this up, and that is that if you are intending things and they're not manifesting or they're manifesting in ways that are other than intended, then apply this tool of sound and intentionally clear out the emotional body and any blockages to the intention and then work with that intention on the other side of that emotional clearing, and the distortion field um, won't interfere as much um, with what you're intending. There can be more of a clear, like there won't be things lost in translation between what you're intending and what you're 
reality is manifesting and mirroring back to you without the distortion field of a clogged emotional body or something to, of that nature. So I love that we were able to weave in your beautiful gift of sound into this topic of intention um, and and bring in this really important topic of emotional baggage that well, uh, you know, we all what, have. What the team says is, is um, using sound to express and clear emotions in a sacred way is literally like deleting a malfunctioning program on your computer. For sure. So you're clearing you're clearing old patterns that you acquired as a child. You're clearing energy you picked up as an empath from uh, society or uh, your family. You're clearing that. And in clearing that, you know, as you clear it out of your body, but you also clear it out of your patterns. Very powerful work. Yeah. Very powerful right. work. And what we call those programs on our computer that are malfunctioning, we call them viruses. Yeah. So there's like this virus. It becomes this emotional block, blockage in our emotional body becomes like a mental virus that we keep having thoughts that support that emotion and that story that gets in the way of our, you know, our pure intentions of our um, our gifts manifesting in the world. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here today, Peggy, and sharing oh, so welcome. generously your yeah, experiences. So and it's lovely to have your company again in this space and I'm sure we'll be in contact and continue to connect. And uh, is there anything you'd like to share other than I'd love to share your website with people? It's PeggyBlack.com. You can learn more about Peggy and her services there. You can book readings there, purchase her products, her books, um, and just find out anything else that you'd like to learn well, about Peggy well, at PeggyBlack.com. Also, also um those that are interested can, can go to morningmessages.com and sign up free. It's free, and you'll get every third day you'll get a message from the team. And uh, morningmessages.com has an enormous wealth of information about uh, tools that I'm offered today uh, and websites and uh, webinars that I've created with the team, but also um, programs. I have two free broadcasts that I've done for the last five years, and Cindy hosted a lot of those, um, but I do, uh, those are all available free as well on morningmessages.com, and again, peggyblack.com is more of a personal a personal uh, uh, site uh, and there's a lot of information on that site about sound and how to use sound. Yes. And Peggy presents regularly on the WIND Network. It's worldclasswind.com, and she is one of the main faculty members there producing a show, two shows. Uh, one is a call-in show. You can call in and ask the team a question. And then the other is more of her monthly message that she it's brings a call in. It's a call-in, too. Um, it's a discussion of the latest transmission from the team. And so I love oh. to have people 
people raise their hand and interface with uh, with the information about whatever message the team has offered that month. Oh, perfect. Yes, so go to worldclasswind.com and sign up for that newsletter as well if you'd like to receive updates on when Peggy will be offering her program. And I just truly appreciate your support all these years, Peggy, and everything I've put out and done you've been a supporter of and you've been one of the main and the original members of the WIND Network and partners and have stuck with it through all this time and continue to show up consistently and generously share your wisdom. So I know that that community really looks forward to your calls and all the programs that you put out and offer and the other faculty members uh, really enjoy working with you. So you're such a a team player, you know, and I'm I'm saying (laughs) that, you you know, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you Your team has had a huge influence on me, and I I really, I connect with them regularly as well, and uh, I feel that support in, um, in big ways in my life. So thank you for that introduction, and uh, until next time, um, have fun intending and creating and, and playing <laughs> in the quantum. So and uh, I'll meet and you I, there. And I look forward to anyone getting in touch with me, and I will um, be glad to share more information if you if you do if you do want to find out more about this. Perfect. Thanks for being so personable and approachable. All right. Until next time, everyone, be kind to yourself and each other, and radiate the love that you are. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you, Cindy.